This is the Central Wyoming College Rustler Podcast from the Rustler Radio Studios on the campus of Central Wyoming College. Hi, this is Jennifer Marshall Weidevelt, your host of the Rustler Podcast. We explore all things Central Wyoming College from academic offerings, faculty profiles, to student life. Today, I have the pleasure of hosting Darren Wells. He's our professor of outdoor leadership and all wonderful things at the Alpine Science Institute. Welcome, Darren. Thanks. It's great to be here. Great. Tell us a little bit about ASI, Alpine Science Institute, and what you do there. Well, the the ASI is Central Wyoming College's outdoor education facility. So it's uh, about 130 acres just outside Sinks Canyon State Park, um, right next to Lander. And uh, it is just a wonderful location for any kind of outdoor recreation. So uh, we have a network of trails there that's open to the public. So there's people hiking and biking and uh, skiing right now. It's wintertime and, uh, and climbing. There's a uh, sustainable agriculture program there. Um, really big nice farm so we're growing vegetables out there and my job is uh, I'm as professor of outdoor education and leadership I get to uh, teach all of the fun outdoor things so part of my job is taking students hiking and climbing and skiing and on uh, wilderness trips Um, but then I also train students in how to build a career doing those same things. So we, we teach people how to be mountain guides and, um, and bike guides and, um, hunting guides, fishing guides, um, wilderness educators. Uh, and so just anything that's fun in the outdoors, that's what we're all about. Oh, cool. So some of our listeners may not know where Lander, Wyoming is or what makes Lander so special or even the campus. So tell us a little bit about the history of that area. I believe that maybe back in the 1800s, some Germans moved there and planted gorgeous apple. There was an apple orchard there. Um, Can you tell us so we can visualize what it looks like, Sinks Canyon and the campus? Well, the canyon is spectacular. So uh, so our, our campus is just right outside Sinks Canyon State Park. And um, Knowles, the National Outdoor Leadership School, is headquartered in Lander, Wyoming, small, uh, small town. I think I last heard our um, population's around 7,000, and we're just right in the middle of Wyoming, just on the uh, eastern side of the Wind River Range of the, of the Rockies. Uh, and Sinks Canyon, the reason that Knowles is headquartered there is because uh, it's a world-class rock climbing destination. So Sinks Canyon has granite and limestone and sandstone um, that is climbable year-round and attracts rock climbers from all over the world. Um, it is uh, formed by the Papoja River, which disappears into a big cave in the middle of the canyon. Uh, and, and the river runs underground for about a quarter mile. Uh, so it's a spectacular place that's been um, visited by people for uh, centuries and centuries, and we're really fortunate to have our uh, campus over there. Mm-hmm. 
when I first moved to Wyoming, there were a lot of things I needed to learn how to say. And that popoja was one of them. I used to say popo aggie. It's not popo aggie, right? We tell all our students if they want to sound like a local, they they have to say popoja like Fantasia. Okay. And not popo aggie uh, as, it's, as it's spelled. As it's spelled. Which is a uh, crow word that means a uh, gurgling brook or murmuring brook. Oh, or, right. Yeah. And that also kind of leads us to that you you serve a lot of students from the Wind River Reservation and that this is um, traditional land that the natives, um, so I think for millennia, people have been in the area. True, true story. Yeah, we just a few weeks ago had a big uh, land acknowledgement out at the Alpine Science Institute um, where we had both uh, Shoshone and Arapaho tribal elders there. Um, kind of blessing the place we're looking to just make it more open and inviting to everyone really but but very specifically the the tribes here that's right so central wyoming college serves our main campuses in riverton and then as darren mentioned to us there's the alpine science institute in lander close to sinks canyon and then we also serve we have an outreach office in dubois we serve hot springs county and we've just we're building a campus up in jackson hole so that might be fun for you to talk about a little bit because when you really think about outdoor opportunities, um, there's a lot of opportunity up there in Teton County, isn't there? Oh, holy smokes. Yeah, the Grand Teton National Park, Yellowstone National Park. I mean, um, Jackson Hole is known internationally as a uh, recreation and, and conservation destination. You know, people do come from all over the world and spend so much money. <laughs> um both on tourism and uh, and just to be in that in that valley, it's a, a truly magical place. Yeah, and that money did help us fund this campus. We just got SPET passed at ten million dollars. We got ten million dollars from the state of Wyoming. So we're moving forward with this campus on High School Road. Um, so we're just thrilled about that. The education corridor of Jackson. So I think you also, with your students, go all over. And um, do you and your wife? go to bike with students all over the west we do yeah we we run uh trips mountain bike trips rock climbing trips and uh, mountaineering trips throughout wyoming but also down in colorado and utah on occasion for example this this fall we took students in our new uh professional mountain bike certification program over to a big mountain bike festival at uh, at grand targhee which i guess technically is still in wyoming but you got to drive through Idaho, so everybody yeah. calls it Idaho. It, 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 uh, you kind of kind of feel like you're in Idaho a little bit. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, we've t- we also let's see for our program last spring, we took students down to Utah to uh, to do some mountain biking on the Cocapelli Trail, and that was training for a much bigger ride that they did from the Canadian border all the way back here to uh, to Lander, Wyoming, on wow. the Continental Divide Trail. They were doing air quality research um, right. along the way. How yeah. interesting. How many miles? Oh, boy, I should know off the top of my head, but thousands. I don't. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah, thousands. They were averaging about um, 45 miles a day for uh, nearly 30 days. Your colleague, uh, Jackie Clancher, has supported many years um, toward divide riders. And have, would you ever do that? So that would be all the way, it would be the whole yeah. continent. Yeah, Canada to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, 
I was very interested in endurance sports for many years and did a lot of long distance um, running and cycling and um, and adventure racing primarily. But these days, uh, I, I don't do as much. It sounds like a little more work than I'm willing to put in. Uh, <laughs> <It's> I, a... <laughs> I'm, I'm more inclined to... Uh, to uh, catch a chairlift or a shuttle if I have a choice. I'll, st I'll still get out and pedal, but uh, Good. <laughs> not like Jackie. <laughs> She's incredible. So tell me a little bit about what kind of student you think would excel or would enjoy joining you at Alpine Science Institute. Well, students that are really independent and um, uh, obviously really motivated by spending time in the wilderness and, and looking to build a career in the outdoors. You know, that's really who we're looking for. You know, it's interesting over the years we've had students, uh, some of whom are really motivated by traditional academics um, and, and don't mind the books, and then others who uh, maybe didn't do so well in the classroom or in a traditional classroom setting and are, are looking uh, for a career that doesn't involve a, a, an office and a desk chair. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the common denominator is a, is a love for the outdoors and an interest in, in working professionally in the outdoors. Um, we don't necessarily expect our students to come from Wyoming. In fact, m most of our students com do come from out of state. So over the years, we've had students from East Coast, West Coast, Alaska. Um, I've had a few German students, a couple students from Asia. We've really had students from, from all over the world. Uh, and we just love that diversity um, because it just uh, allows for kind of deeper learning when you have a community that's diverse like that. Right. So how long have you been with Alpine Science Institute? Well, I started at the college in 2008, and um, we almost immediately started doing Friday lab classes at the Alpine Science Institute. So initially uh, we didn't have a classroom over there and students weren't weren't living there we would just go there and do um, some outdoor skills classes mm -hmm. and then over time it just started to make more sense for students to be there full time so that they could really make the most of of that environment and just being outdoors so tell me a little bit about what it would cost me if I wanted to take your classes and to join Alpine Science Institute? And do you have any funding sources? Yeah, we, we do. We have some recruiting scholarships that are available for students. Uh, they, let's see, I, I, I think it's about $1,000 per student, and I may have 10 for the next couple of years. Um, 10 of those scholarships to give out for incoming students to mm -hmm. help them get started. Um, but as you know, as a community college here in Wyoming, a, a state school, we're, we're very affordable. Our, our full tuition is, is really quite affordable. And the outdoor education and outdoor recreation degrees don't really require much more in the way of fees for, for students than any of the other programs at the school. Uh, that being said, uh, as you can imagine, we have students out there using our fishing gear and climbing gear and, and bikes and boats. And it's taken us about 12 years to really acquire all of the equipment that we now have. We, you know, we have several hundred thousand dollars in outdoor equipment and that's available to 
all of the students who are in those degree programs, they just check that stuff out and use it for the whole semester. That's fantastic, because that can get very pricey bikes, skis. It's, yeah, so that's wonderful. We try to make it really affordable for them to sort of dabble in yes. all of these different outdoor professions and kind of see what resonates with them without having to, you know, take out a loan or right. sell their car. <laughs> right. You you mentioned this a little bit earlier about some of the job opportunities. Are there any students that um, come to mind that you'd like to just share some anecdotes about what they're up to now in their careers? Oh, yeah. One one leaps right to mind um, who actually is from from Wyoming, Taylor Pyle. Um, he's Taylor's over in in Pinedale. He graduated from our program. I guess it's been about five years now. And uh, he started a mountain guiding company and he is uh, leading summer trips for uh, all kinds of tourists into the Wind River Mountains. They're uh, horse supported climbing, hunting, fishing. And he just loves it. Very successful. And Taylor's continued to uh, climb all over the world himself. Yeah, he was recently climbing with a friend down in South America. And um, yeah, he's hard to reach, though. Every time I call, he's uh, he's off in the distance somewhere where there's no cell reception. <laughs> it's heaven to a lot of people, huh? Yeah. No cell reception. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we talked about that, what your options are after completion. Um, we also talked about Sinks Canyon and what makes Alpine Science Institute so unique. It's the location. Yeah. I, you know, I could say a little bit more about jobs. Okay, uh, that'd be great. Uh, one of the reasons we just started this new uh, trail building professional certification this mm-hmm. past year is because uh, in all my years of of uh, recreating, you know, I spend a lot of time out on the trails and I've been teaching trail building for a number of years. Uh, but over the last couple of years, my friends who are professional trail builders have just gone on and on about how they cannot find trained um, builders to work for them. So um, we're trying to, to bridge a gap there. We feel like there's a, there's a big hole in training for professional trail builders. And uh, my biggest concern with this new program is that students are going to get hired away before they finish the program, and it's only one year long. So uh, we're here we are just finishing up our first semester, and I already have a couple of students that are getting job offers, and uh, I'm getting calls from potential employers all the time. They, they want to hire the students now, and I have to tell them, like, hey, they don't graduate until June. Give us a break here. Yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. Just creating jobs and um, getting our students out in to help with the trail building is wonderful. Is there anything different or unique about your program that maybe people don't know that you'd like to share? Uh, well, I, I mentioned the, the place. That's really spectacular. It's just the living arrangement. So students being able to live on this on the outdoor education campus and, and uh, in such close proximity to Sinks Canyon State Park. Um, I mean, that's probably the most unique thing but we're, we're also really fortunate to have access to all sorts of outdoor professionals who are specialists in in their different arenas so uh, we have jake urban from jackson hole outdoor leadership institute who teaches avalanche courses for us and then we have a number of Knowles uh, senior faculty who are available uh, to teach rock climbing and, and mountaineering for us uh, and then my wife, uh, Stacy, is also adjunct faculty for the program, and uh, her and I both are um, professionally certified through 
um, the BICP, which is the Bicycle Instructor Certification Program. We we just love it. You know, we we spend all our time on uh, on bikes, and that's where our focus is. Uh, but that's our, so neat. How yeah. could we do the interview without talking about Stacy? I mean, she is incredible. So tell tell our listeners a little bit about Stacy because I think she also does camps in the summertime for a different age as well. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, it's a wonderful sort of symbiotic partnership that. Uh, Stacy has between her uh, non-credit uh, summer camps and then uh, and then the college and by that I mean that so we're training students to work professionally in the outdoors and Stacy's able to um, hire those same students as part of uh, summer internship to, jobs yeah to to, to, to help with those summer camps so she's running uh, summer camps for as you said kids of all ages um, you know kindergarten through high school and they'll come out anywhere from the, there's day camps and then there's uh, I guess our longest one is two weeks and those camps focus Focus on everything from art to mountain biking on our on our new professional trail system to um, to camping in the southern winds. So uh, these kids are are getting to do a little bit of everything. And and uh, this past summer she added a a couple of science camps for kids where we're bringing in oh, cool. um, you know e- experts in in different areas like wildlife ecology to oh, talk to the kids about local flora and fauna out there. Wow. Well, I'm hoping that I've, I need to get on the trails with you guys. I am not a good mountain biker. My husband is really into mountain biking, and I've always been intimidated um, just click, clicking in, and, you know, we go on these gnarly rides, and it's just I am a perfect candidate for a class with Stacy. You really are. She does a number of summer clinics that are just for ladies. Yes. Um, and oftentimes, well, for ladies with all, all levels of mountain biking right, experience. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she'd love to have you on one of those. <laughs> so, Darren, thank you so much for coming on the Rustler podcast. We just appreciate what you do for our students, and um, we hope you'll come back and see us. Absolutely, very excited to be here and uh, appreciate the time. And I'm looking forward to seeing new students out at the Alpine Science Institute this year. Great, thank you. This has been the Central Wyoming College Rustler podcast, hosted by Jennifer Marshall Wadeveld. Produced by John Gabrielson and Sean Annis. This podcast is a production of Central Wyoming College. Join us again soon for the next episode of the Rustler Podcast.